Welcome to Worth in Progress. I'm Maria Grandi, personal power speaker and coach, and I'll be helping you get through the very real and raw process of personal development. Self-awareness is not always pleasant, so it's my intention to teach you to recognize your triggers, give you tools to guide you, and I'll share my personal stories of my own journey to find self-worth. Thank you so much for being here, and I always welcome your input. Welcome back to Worth in Progress. This is episode eight. And today's topic is getting unstuck, what it feels like to be stuck, stuck in your head, stuck in the past, your beliefs, your beliefs about yourself, or even just, you know, being stuck in the moment, the days you don't feel great and you're not motivated and you actually decide to feel crappy. How can you pull yourself out of this place? Well, I'm going to give you some ideas to try. I'll start with a story. I work from home and it's really challenging for me because I'm very easily distracted. I jump for everyone, and I even enjoy the distraction sometimes, especially when it takes me away from things I don't particularly like to do. No matter how much personal work you do, no matter how much you know it's wrong to allow yourself to get taken over by negative emotions, it happens. So sometimes I feel extremely lonely in my business because I wear all the hats, and um, I tell myself, you know, I'm building my empire, obviously, but... There's still areas that I feel stuck. And unless I give those areas my energy and intention, well, let me rephrase that, my good energy and my good intention, because I definitely have given those areas lots of shitty energy, and that makes it worse. Being mindful of bringing good energy to the neglected areas is really important. So I'm going to share what I've learned. I didn't learn this recently. I learned this a while back but I'm only just now applying it to the areas that I avoided. It's easy to apply in the areas that you want change in and are happy with doing the things that will create that change, but it's not so easy when you don't want to be in those areas. You're not seeing results, and it just doesn't feel good to be in those areas. The first thing is I was stuck in my morning routine, It wasn't serving me in any way, shape, or form, not for work, not home, and most certainly not for my health and well-being, which, of course, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that is an area that I avoided. So the days that I work from home, I would get up, make tea or coffee, mostly coffee with cream, and sit on my couch, and I would grab my computer, do some work or whatever, but I really just wanted to sit there. I have a desk and an office at home, but I really just wanted to sit on that couch. I didn't watch TV, anything like that, but I would look at my phone. And then I really didn't want to get up. I had no drive to move. You know, my I was probably still in my robe or my pajamas with my glasses on, no makeup, hair a mess. God forbid somebody knocked on the door. And I was thinking that that was productive because I did see results in my business. But where I didn't see result was in my body. I felt like crap, and I really didn't feel great after sitting for hours on the couch with my computer in my lap. But I wasn't changing much. I would even feel stressed when I actually had to wake up and get ready and go somewhere. You know, if I had to, God forbid, not go get my coffee or not have that couch time, I would feel some type of way. So I started the year, this year, 2020, with a plan. But since I'm like most people, you know, with resolutions, January was eh, just eh for me. 
not in every area, like I said, but the areas that I wanted to shift, you know, those great intentions that I had to change my body. So I had to ask myself, what area was most important to me? And the answer has never been me. I pretended it was, but it has never been me. I've never just put me first. I said I was tired of feeling, you know, low energy. I was tired of being overweight, not feeling great, not loving myself enough. But I still fell into the old patterns again. So here it is. In order for you to have life balance, you have to exercise three areas of your life, body, mind, and spirit. Now, obviously, you exercise your body by moving it. Everyone knows this, right? Eating right exercise. You exercise your mind by continuous learning, doing puzzles, anything that challenges your mind. You exercise your spirit in so many different ways, and it's very personal for people. It could be church, prayer, meditation, yoga, philanthropy, music, art. There's so many different things, and you kind of have to know personally what that is for you. But some of us like feel dead inside because we don't exercise, especially the spiritual area. You know, we go to work, we go through the motions every day. We work, we come home, and we, we live in this world of supposed tos and have tos, and we don't ever just allow ourselves to be happy and fulfilled in some way. Music makes me happy. Art makes me happy. So many things. Now it's meditation and, and believe it or not, you know, moving my body in some way. It may not be running. It may not be uh, strenuous exercise that makes me out of breath. I don't love that, but I love taking care of me now. Now, most of us avoid at least one of these areas, and then that throws our balance off. You really have to exercise all three of these areas on a regular basis in order to be a balanced person. So I sat with this recently, and I obviously know my area of neglect, my body, and I wanted to change that. Uh, you know, I wanted to change that in January. So now it's the end of January. I'm starting to think, okay, why did I feel stuck again? And what happened was I got stuck in a pattern of thought, like everything needs to change all at once, kind of like diving into cold water instead of sticking your feet in first. And that's why a lot of people fail because they try to change everything all at one time. They feel deprived, neglected, you know, so it, it's too much at once. And so I decided to take a different approach. I decreased the bad foods, not counting calories, just, you know, making positive changes. Worked out a little bit, but not enough. And that was good, but I wasn't changing my mindset about moving my body. I had excuses out the ass. I don't want to work out in front of people. I hate cardio. I can't stand happy people at the gym. <laughs> they get on my nerves. And that's not true. I love happy people. But like I said before, when you're in a bad place, nothing positive around you is going to make you feel good. You can't have that, that rah-rah cheerleader friend and you not aware of your mindset. You're just going to get annoyed at them. I did used to enjoy working out. Not everything, but I loved boxing. Um, I always enjoyed walking. I love the outside. But my morning routine had everything to do with how I felt all day. But my stubborn ass wasn't getting off that couch. I told myself stories that I, well, at least I got some work done. Yes, in the area that allowed me to stay stuck in the area of my body. Every personal 
growth guru will tell you that you need to have a badass morning routine in order to have a productive day. Oh, I made the plan in my head the night before. (laughs) I got up, oh, I was getting up and I was going to do this, that, you know, but then I got up and I did what I always did. And of course, I didn't get any results that I wanted. Tony Robbins always talks about the morning hour of power. The first hour you wake up in the morning is dedicated to yourself. Now, maybe I took that as dedicated to myself because I was sitting on the couch or I was doing what I wanted to do. I was having my coffee. Yeah, that's for me. But no, that's not really what it means. The first hour of my day needs to be dedicated to my health, my mindset, you know, meditation. It should be. So what I do now is I do 20 minutes of exercise, 20 minutes of meditation, and then I spend the last 20 minutes on being grateful, setting my intention for the day, breathing properly, and incantations. Incantations were really hard for me at first, just like affirmations were. It's retraining your brain, and we'll get to that in a little bit. It's not easy for anybody, but I would tell myself it's not easy for me. My morning routine was the coffee pot and sit and drink my coffee. The last thing, the very last thing on my list to do was exercise. And I would always find an excuse not to do it. So how do we get here? Stuck in our ways and then upset when we don't have any results. One morning I sit on the couch and I ask myself what I wanted most. And my answer usually has something to do with work. You know, my business succeeding. But my business can't be successful if I'm not there. So I have to come first. Another thing that Tony Robbins teaches is that when you feel stuck, you have to change your state. I always teach this in my trainings because it's one of the things that that changed my life. But I only allowed it to change my life in certain ways. So you have to really think about where you're avoiding and then apply this. So when you feel stuck, you need to check on three things. Your physiology. What's your body doing? It's usually slumped. Low energy, head down, frown on your face, resting bitch face, if you want to call it that. And you can't feel good in that place. But you're not really recognizing what your body's doing at that time. Number two, where's your focus? What are your thoughts? You know, what you're probably focusing on the things that you can't control. You're probably focused on the negative things, you know, things that you don't have and you want. Your thoughts are all negative. That's not going to get you anywhere. And the third thing is language. As soon as we put words to an experience, it changes the experience. I always said I hate exercising. <laughs> I always said I hate running. Even, even though I did complete a half marathon and, and I'm very proud of the runs that I have done, the whole time I was running, I was like, this sucks. It's only mile two. You know, I had a very bad attitude about it, which is why... I never got a runner's high. I guess that's why, because I was never actually in it. I was trying to get out of it. It was virtually impossible for me to be in the moment because I was telling myself I hated something so much. And we tell ourselves the wrong things. So number one, physiology. I was on the frigging couch. So my physiology was awful. No wonder I felt like crap. I was focused on feeling like crap and not feeling like getting up or uh, getting up. And feeling alone, chubby, you name it, whatever I felt, I was sitting there with my bad posture and my crappy feelings, my focus, 
And number three would be telling myself I hated moving. (laughs) I hated moving. So what the hell was I going to be moving? And the third thing, my language sucked. I was telling myself I hated doing something. So how in the world was I going to feel good about having to do it? Or even getting myself to the point where I actually wanted to do it. I moved. (laughs) I just moved. Got up and stretched and walked. Uh, I didn't have to run. I didn't have to uh, do anything crazy. I didn't have to go right to a boxing class or a yoga class. I just had to move, stretch, light yoga. I didn't even break a sweat the first couple of times, but I did break my routine. I hate the cold, but I love the outdoors. So what I did was I put a leash on the dog, I bundled up, and I went for a 15-minute walk. And during that walk, I didn't tell myself how cold it was outside. I told myself to be in the moment, take it all in, enjoy it. And then I came home and I laid on the floor. I was really exhausted. I was out of shape. I am out of shape. And instead of saying, holy crap, I'm out of shape, I said, that was easy. My body is on its way to a healthy state. I'm going to do this every day. This feels good. Old patterns die hard. And maybe I'll let myself have that coffee every once in a while, but I created momentum now, and it feels good. I can't keep focusing on not being 20 pounds lighter by a certain date, because that doesn't help me, because then I just, my language turns to shit. Another area that I felt stuck in was I look at my phone the first thing in the morning. I look at my phone way too much, so I started to not do that. I started to put it away, not pay attention to it. And I know everyone says I have to pay attention to my phone, Uh, the kids, something could happen, I need to know what's going on. I get that. What I do now, and I do it, it doesn't mean you have to do it, but I do it. I check my phone once at the top of the hour. That works for me. I, I, I am more productive when I don't look at my phone, especially first thing in the morning. I don't allow myself to look at that. That hour of power is the first thing I'm thinking about as soon as I open my eyes. And I'm not saying in the beginning. In the beginning, I was like, oh, what the fuck? But I did it. One of the ways that I talk to myself during exercise is incantations, just like I was talking about a little bit ago. An incantation is a statement, a positive statement. Instead of saying, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, you, you kind of make it go to a rhythm. Um, one of the things that I learned from Tony Robbins years ago was this incantation. And, and as you're walking on the treadmill or outside, you're saying, every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. And then it just becomes a chant for you. Every day in every way, I'm getting stronger and stronger. And as I walk, that's what I'm saying to myself. I was controlled by my rituals. R- rituals can be bad. And rituals need to be developed. Good rituals, new rituals need to be developed. And that takes commitment. And I have to be committed to myself. If you are going to become unstuck in whatever area you're stuck in, you need better rituals. Another area that I think people tend to get really stuck in is comparing themselves to others. The other day, I had a really great conversation with a friend of mine, and she was telling me how she was comparing herself to someone on Facebook. And is is Facebook really real? Or do people show you what they want you to see in their lives? 
You don't know half of what goes on in people's lives. You know what they allow you to see or what they want you to interpret their lives as. So that's a, that's a dangerous area for you to lie in because it'll make you feel horrible about yourself. Get off Facebook. Get off social media as much as you can, and you won't see that kind of stuff. Make sure you're happy with yourself and you're doing everything you can for yourself so that you're not going to look on there and feel some type of way about someone else's life. Scrolling is the devil sometimes, you know, going down and and seeing what people are doing and how much fun they're having and how great their life appears to be. That's all it is, appears, okay? You don't know what people are going through and no one is going to put all their bullshit stuff on Facebook or anywhere else. They are going after the likes. So they're not going to put up anything that is not going to get them a like. Stop concerning yourself with what other people are doing. When someone has to broadcast every aspect of their life on Facebook and tell you everything is great all the time, they are fucking lying. Stay away from the scrolling. Limit yourself if you can, because that will make you feel very stuck. Another thing that you can do to get unstuck is let shit go. What are you holding on to for dear life? Worry, grudges, mistakes, whatever it is, there's nothing to do about it. Let it go. Sorry looks back. Worry looks ahead. Faith looks up. You have to be present. Holding on to shit does not serve you in any way. And the last thing is ask for help. And I really, really mean this. Friends, family, professional help, whoever lifts you up. It doesn't have to be that rah-rah way. Just talking through uh, your workout, helping you work out, talking you through an issue during your day, those type of things, because you're not alone. And by the way, always feel free to reach out to me. On Facebook, my page is Worth in Progress. On Instagram, it's Maria Grandi LLC. An email is Maria at MariaGrandiLLC.com. I enjoy hearing from people. And if you need help in any way, please don't do it alone and reach out. Stuck is never a good place. And we can't always get ourselves out of it. Anytime you're feeling low in any way, check your state. Check that body language. Remind yourself of your personal power and worth through it. You are so much stronger than you give yourself credit for. I hope today's message resonated with you. And if it did, please leave a review. I would love to hear from you. And share it with someone else if you think it can inspire them. Also, you can follow me on social media at Maria Grandi LLC. And my website is also MariaGrandiLLC.com. Lastly, Remember to go easy on yourself as you go through this process and everyone else around you for that matter. We're all working through something.